Uh, that's about uh about two and a half, three hours from where I'm from. Okay, where, where you from? Well, where I stay, actually, I'm from yeah. LA, but live in North okay. Carolina. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I, I thought I saw you was from Inglewood. Yeah, 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 I'm from, I'm from Inglewood, California, but I uh, relocated out here to Raleigh about, um, I've been out here over a year now. Okay, okay, yeah. Go, yeah. That's, that's a long way from home, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like night and day, it's like living yeah. in maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to tap in with you, man. Uh, I, I had, I don't know how I came yeah, across. I appreciate you too, brother. My, my bad. I appreciate you too. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was looking at your. Uh, I came across your page on Instagram or whatnot, and I, I started. I'm like, ah. The first thing I noticed, number one, yeah, you was from the West Coast. Number two, uh, I saw that you was into entrepreneurship. So I'm like, right. I'm like, oh yeah. You right. know, anytime I get to talk, especially to another black brother about uh entrepreneurship or anything independent bro i'm like oh we got to get on that you nah, know that's, so that's the main i believe in that independence is key to me man yeah you know what i mean 100 right. so uh so what we're going to do is uh, uh what i like to do is uh, the topic is revolutionary leadership and so oh. uh i have a platform called dreamworldwideacademy.com i have different subscribers and so what i try to do is keep my people informed and keep them inspired and so right now we just want to talk about, I just want to talk about entrepreneurship, talk about how you got into it, uh, just different things, success, uh, anything that comes to mind for real. But uh, uh, just real quick, um, um, if you guys haven't been to uh, timothyshockley.com, please go subscribe, uh, subscribe to our email list uh, so you guys can stay up to date on all the wonderful things that are going on. Uh, I'm here with my guest, Doughboy. Uh, I'm super excited to have him on, and uh, we're just going to chop it up real quick, and uh, everything from leadership to entrepreneurship, uh, hopefully we can get into some of the CBD stuff that you got going on uh, out no. there in uh, North Carolina, you know, so, so, yeah, so welcome, man. Thank you, man. I'm glad to be, I'm glad, I'm glad that you had me, brother. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, no problem. So let me, let me just, let me just get straight to it. What inspired the move from... From Inglewood, from West Coast to the East Coast, um, was a, a number of things. Um, uh, family was one. Uh, me and my uh, my wife, we just had a had a baby going on. We'll be she be two next month. Okay, congratulations. Um, thank you, brother. Thank you. That was like the main, probably like the main part of it. Then you know, uh, business wise, um, we moved out here and opened up a, opened up a CBD store. So basically, just family and business. It was the main, the main reason. That's what's up. Um, so, so going from the West Coast to the East Coast, uh, because we all know that you know, um, was was the opportunity the opportunity better in North Carolina as it pertains to CBD uh, versus California? Um. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say better. I would say like the the market was a little bit more like untapped, you know, because like in LA, man, it's you know it's a shitload of because we, you know, me and my wife also own a marijuana dispensary out there too. So, you okay. know, they kind, of, kind of like liquor stores. They're on every corner. Sure. So, it was, you know, the market is. I mean, it's room for everybody to get some money, but it was like, why? Why shouldn't we just come to a market that's that's basically untapped? You know what I mean? And hundred percent. And try to, you know, try to create here. So that's, you know, basically what we're doing right now, man. Just, you know, just coming, 
coming to a, a just uh, I mean, it's, it was CBD stores here before, but um, but it's still relatively new out here. You know, what I mean, right. still have a lot of questions. Um, you know, law enforcement still kind of trip on the hemp. You know, it's still you know it's it's the south, yeah. so still they kind of slow on on a lot of things that's going yeah, 100%, 100%. on. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So is is that so is that is is the CBD is the so have you always been in the cannabis industry or, or did you do have other or was you in other industries uh, entrepreneurially? Um, well, you know, man, my story, uh, man, I did a lot of time uh, incarcerated. So, okay. man, I did the age of 21 to, to the age of 35. So um, I would be 39 in March. So I've been going, I've been out uh, going on maybe four years next month. That's so, what's up, bro. So, you know, just, you know, uh, previous before prison, like, you know, uh, I was in the business, but it was the, the illegal aspect of it. So, sure. to say, you know, just being in, you know, doing, you know, doing the time that I had to do. Um, just coming home with a different outlook. Like I know I had to, uh, you know, I had I had to really get in and do it the, the positive way. You know what I mean? The the, the right way, which is not right. always the easy way. You know what I mean? So right. um, right. So that mindset, like man, you know, I'm not, you know, I have nothing. I have nothing against uh, going to work and punching the time clock. But for for me, I feel that wasn't an option in my life. I didn't want that to be my life. You know what I mean? I feel like I did that for 13 years. You know. Having you know, and I don't want to get get you no know, try to down a job because a nine to five is, I man. If you got to work a job, you got to work a job. But to me, man, I just wanted to be able to have the freedom, man, to make the bread. You know what I mean? Do the thing and do the things that I love to do. You know what I mean? So I know you know with being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, that's the only way you could. I mean, it's still work. Don't get me wrong, but that's the way you create your own schedule. You know what I mean? So that was kind of like my mind, my my focus going into and the reason why you know. After doing that, after doing that time, and I wanted to get out and you know just create create my own opportunities. Hundred percent. You said something key, man. You said that, and you don't. And this is crazy, man. It's perspective, and I tell people we have we live according to our worldviews, and they you know they change based on what we've been exposed to and what we experience. And so one of the things you said was key. You talked about um, not you don't mind punching the clock. Yeah. And you don't hear a lot of entrepreneurs say that, bro. You don't hear a lot of cats is out here. You don't, you know, it's it's they it's like they demonize having a job. Right. But at, right. at some point, man, it, it, there's nothing wrong with that because as an entrepreneur, you want employees. <laughs> right. At the same time, you know, everybody's not blessed with, you know, the uh, you know, to get a lump sum of bread, you know what I mean, or or be able to get the, you know, a big source of money. So you have to go to work and save in order to be able to to start a business. So, you know, you, I mean, you gotta, it's work, work is work. I mean, 100%. even though yourself, you still got to punch a time clock because there's certain things that you have to get done to make sure that your business is running in an orderly fashion. So, I mean, it's still punching a time clock in a way because you still, you know, you still on the clock for your bit, but it's just your business though. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. You know, yeah. I tell guys, I, I, I tell guys all the time, uh, let your job be the, your investor. Right. You right. know, uh, go stack that. Uh, go stack it up and start investing. You yeah. know, and uh, and that that kind of changes your mindset, even as it pertains to punching the clock. Sometimes, like for me, I was doing. I always did stuff I didn't want to do, but I yeah. always had a focus. I always had a vision. Like, all right, I'm gonna do this for this particular time, and then I'm gonna go ahead and, you know, right. and, and do this. And so that's kind of what I did, man. I, you know, um, I've been a full time entrepreneur for the last uh, uh, almost ten years, man, and. Um, 
you know, I started off uh, network marketing, doing like multi-level marketing stuff. Uh, uh, failed the first company, the second company, and I, I became a little bit successful in my third company, which I ended up quitting my job and going full-time in entrepreneurship. Uh, then ended up starting a line and landscaping company off of, off of a technicality. Right. And uh, it, it turned into something phenomenal. Then I went from that and opened up a gym. Uh, I'm in the, I'm in I'm in the Kansas City area. Just recently moved to Las Vegas. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of back and forth. My businesses are in Kansas City, you know, but my um, I do a lot of stuff in Vegas as well. So I actually live in Vegas, but uh, opened up a gym and then uh, end up opening up coffee shops. And so I'm in the coffee business. And so like, uh, so my yeah. favorite, I get up first thing in the morning and drink coffee. And I'm, I'm in the gym, you know, I got a, my whole, my garage is, is the whole, that's my gym, 24-hour fit. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. what's up, bro. I'm about to yeah. ship you some coffee out there. Oh, send it, bro. Uh, yeah. I'm a man. Please yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. And I'll support, yeah. brother. You saying something, I'll buy some as well. That's what's up, bro. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and, and, you know, I tell people, you know, just having that perspective, like, there's nothing wrong with working in job punch the time clock as long as you have a like long as you have a goal in mind it's funny when i was working traditional employment i used to always carry my backpack with me and uh on my lunch breaks i never like hung out with a lot of people and i would always just work on my dream i've been making phone calls on my lunch break and all these different things and cash used to always be like man how could you because you know if you work like sometimes when you work a traditional job you hear people complaining about their paychecks and this and that upper management all this stuff i'm like hey y'all can do what y'all want to do this is i'm only hey i'm only here hey i got a plan yeah, this so, is temporary. Yeah, you know, like, a lot of people yeah. they be like, that's you know, that's the end for a lot of people mentally. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. man, I'm just you know. Yeah, you know, and I used to walk in and um, and they'd be like, "Why you always carry that backpack?" I'm like, "Bro, I got my I got my dreams in this backpack. Bro, I got my books. I got my notepads, bro. Like, I was getting it. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, but that's cool, man. Uh, that perspective and and just just you being able to beat the system yeah you know and say you know what hey i'm doing something different and that's what a, a lot of our like the people in our community don't understand is like once you learn how to do something legally it's easy yeah bro. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's easy bro like, like once you once you figure it out man it's like i mean if you was you know if for the people that live the other side of the life, you know what I mean, as far as the illegal lifestyle. I mean, it's like you getting the money the same way. You know what I mean? Like, if it feel, you know, not, you know, it don't feel dirty, so to say, but it's kind of like the same way, like, damn, like, this, you know, once you figure it out, man, it kind of, it start coming easy. Yeah. You know? so yeah. Like, yeah. 100%. So, so when, so, we, so when you were locked up, like, like, what was your, like, did you have, like, uh, uh, how did you start developing these habits? Like, was your mindset starting to shift when you was in? And was you starting to get, like, was you starting to develop a plan when you was in for when you got out? And, and like, kind of what was your, your thought process and your plan? Uh, uh, well, uh, well, go ahead. Uh, well, um, it, well, my plan, because I'm, I'm into the music as well. So okay, I do, you know, I do a lot of A&R work in, in the music industry, too. So that's kind of like, that was, like, more of my, my main focus, I should say. Yeah, you know I mean that's like my my main passion, I should say. But um, always you know, uh, just read uh, reading throughout the years and staying current to what was going on in the world. You know, I seen how the marijuana flip. Yeah, you know I mean, so I always had in my mind like, man, you know, when I when I got out, like, man, I'm gonna figure out 
how to open how to open up me a marijuana dispensary. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and man, by the by the graces of Allah, you know, man, and my wife, my wife was already involved in the industry. So her being already involved in the industry, you know, me, you know, wanted to be involved in the industry, man, it was, you know, it was perfect because she introduced me to, you know, everything that I needed to do, showed me everything that I needed to do step by step and actually became a partner with her. And that's when we we opened up a shop called Exit 420. On, where we actually just sold about, uh, it's close to a year now, but um, it stayed open. It, it, it stayed open for, for us. Years we ran it for two years from the time from 2017 all the way to 19 when we when we left uh, LA. That shop was up and running, and we we're still running it. Some when we was out here, we just recently sold a lot, about like I said, about a year ago. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up, man. Bless hey, yeah, for sure, yeah. bro. Like, uh, what so what what would you you know? I, I like to uh. It's funny as entrepreneurs, man, I, I tell people all the time, like, I love the more I get in, the, the more I, I, I grow, the more I learn. I'm, I'm starting to um, understand that a man once said that greatness is not a matter of what we've achieved, succeeded at or accomplished, but it's a matter of what we've been able to endure and overcome. So they say greatness is about men falling back down and getting back up. So as an entrepreneur, as a father, as a man, what would you say would be your that you consider your biggest failure, your biggest hurdle or obstacle as it pertains to your life? And how have you been able to like, you know, re, you know, uh revive yourself, you know? Um, I think my my biggest letdown, uh, especially at that time, man, being incarcerated was uh uh not being a father to to my kids, not being able to be not being able to be the father that I wanted to be. Or that I realized I wanted to be in prison because when I was out before, man, I was running around like, you know, I was half-assing with, yeah. with being a father. So, you know, once I got incarcerated, man, you know, when I got my, you know, I started to do a lot of self-reflecting, you know, looking at my kids. Like, they, you know, it's like the, the vicious cycle. Like, my father did a lot of time in prison, so I'm turning around doing the same thing to them. Right. <laughs> I think the main thing was, you know, just not being, not being, not taking care of my responsibilities as a father. You know what I mean? So that was, that was one of my main things, you know, like, man, I got to make it right with my kid. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's been four years, man. And, you know, man, I, I'm, I'm happy to say, man, I'm able to have a baby, uh, like I say, a year and a half, be two years next month. Uh, I have a son be 20. I have a daughter that's be, that'd be 17. And I'm, I'm fully active in their life. You know that's what I mean? what's up. Dude. Yeah. Hey, that's a blessing, man. And that's important, man. That's like yeah. that's the important thing, man, is to, you know, uh, uh, man, we could we could obtain riches, don't riches, but and if you was the father, and that shit don't amount to none, none of that don't mean nothing. Man. That's, the, that's that's how he takes care of his family. You know what I mean? I, you know, I don't care. You know, put a provider for show, but man, are you there for your family? Like me. Spiritually, you know what I mean. Physically, like, are you there? So you know, like I lost. Yeah. I kind of in, in in the question, but you know, that that was that yeah. was the answer. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Because I, actually, I was just we was just talking about this here a little bit ago. Uh, our, our kids are. Um, I was just saying how 
uh, I was just talking about it not so long ago about my kids are getting older. I got four kids, uh, 18, 12, 11, and nine. And so. Man, I'm not. <laughs> no, you catching it. <laughs> Bro, and they and they getting older, man. And, and, and so I had to be, and I try to, I noticed that you do a lot of self-reflection and meditating and all these different things. I, I went, you know, went to the page and I, I'm like, oh, this dude, he's, he's tapped in, you know what I'm saying? Which is cool. And uh, so I try to, I try to do the same, man. And uh, one thing I've, I've discovered during this season is that I've I got to change the way I parent because our kids are, are tapping. They're, they're, they're going into a different a society, a different world, man. Oh man. For you know? it, literally like right before our eyes, bro. I mean, it's been changing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Drastically, man, from one phase to, to where we at now, bro. It's, it's crazy. So, yeah, you, you're definitely right about that. Yeah, and I and I said, you know, my job is really just to lead and guide my children and educate them. Right. You know, and give them, and give them room to make mistakes, you know, right. and uh, within boundaries, man, and uh, and just really love on them and be there for them, man. And uh, because they're going to remember, you know, I tell people all the time, I tell my wife all the time, they're going to grow up one day. Oh, for sure. They gonna grow up, but you know, and they gonna remember, you know. Yeah, yeah that's and, true. And they, and, and, yeah. they can, and they gonna do big, one of two things. You know, you know, with with reflecting back to you know, uh, uh, my my father. You know, what I mean, my father, like he's in prison right now. Like he's this in and out, in and out. So I kind of reflect on our relationship. Like it's cool, like because I understand, you know, what what he what he's going through. But I just don't understand, like how. He, you know, I don't try to be too hard on them, but it's like, Pops, you did all that time. Like, how you didn't get out and, and, and shake up out of that? You know what I mean? I try 100%. to kind of myself, but, you know, it's two different people at the end of the day. Even right. though it's my feel too different. So, you know, yeah. but yeah, true, man, the relationship, you know, it, yeah. it, it, it's fucked up with that. Yeah. With that. I tell, because I, I, I tell people all the time, your kids are going to do one or two things. Either they're going to... Uh, they're gonna hold a they either gonna hold a grudge, yeah. or they're gonna forgive you. <laughs> there's, there's no in between, man. Nah, no in between, man. And, and, yeah. and so, you know, I think uh, it's funny. I was talking to a young, young lady at the gym the other day, and she was telling me how like her father was successful, whatnot, but he treated them bad, and and uh, he didn't teach them different things, and he was just real like a like a like a verbally abusive man, and I. I told her, I said, and, and I, I didn't mean no disrespect, but I was like, you know what? I hope one day my daughter, my biggest fear is my daughter is talking to somebody else about man. how I am to her. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, no, that's real, man. That's real. I didn't, you know what I mean? I didn't call myself talking about my pops, like, you know, like that, man. I, I love my pops, man. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, understand, you know, I understand how people feel, like, especially as you get older and you reflect, like, you know, you look like, damn, it was times you could have been there or times you was there, like you wasn't there. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, man, you know. Yeah. I just, I just, up, the opposite of that. You know what I mean? Like, just yeah. like, I would want my kids, you know, when I'm not around to speak about me in, in the highest, you know what I mean? The highest, the highest, the highest yeah. work. I mean, my pops was there, man. My pops, you know, he, he you know, he made mistakes, but, you know, that, you know, and I, and I feel, you know, it's still a process. I'm still every day, like, you know, I feel I'm still making up for that lost time. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's every day, but that's my, that's my same goal at the end. Like, man, when I'm in that grave, 
you know, and they, you know, uh, uh, Lord forbid, you know, I get to see my grandkids. I can tell my grandkids, you know, G Pops, you know, he, you know, he did this, but he flipped it. He flipped the script, you know, became mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. 100%, bro. 100%. Uh, let's flip the script a little bit. What are you working on musically right now? Um, right now, man, a few few projects, man. Um, I have a um, like a small boutique label called Doe Networks Presents, where I, um, mm-hmm. I, I I place artists with producers and you know create create EPs projects. Um, I'm also working with um, a label called Lord Mob, which is uh, which is ran by uh, artist by the name of Flea Lord, about in New York. He's part, okay. you know, the um, he's he he came up with Griselda. But he has his own own situation now, so I'm I'm with him helping him build that. So we have yeah we have a compilation man, a shitload of artists, um, an artist by the name of Ash Bash that I managed. We just dropped a project on her. Um, man, just a lot, just a lot of projects, man. A lot, a lot of movement. You know what I mean? Uh, hopefully, man, you know the world open opens back up soon, so we can get to touring and 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 other different things like that. But just just right now, man, we just creating and crafting and just being ready. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So how did? So let me ask you something. How how did how did the? I guess I'm a, I'm gonna pose two questions. Number one, how did the pandemic affect the music industry, and how did it? You know, in a in a negative or positive way, and how did the pandemic affect or your business your your business model, uh, positive or negatively? Um. Well, we'll start with the music first. Um. I think uh, the positive effect with the with, with COVID was man, it um, it you know it, it had a lot of artists standing still, like everything is at a standstill. So you know everybody kind of went into they to to their little they, they little corners or their studios, and, and you know it was a lot of to me, man. I think this was musically like was 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 one of the best years creatively. Like a lot of people were sitting down and was able to really sit down and craft. You know what I mean? So. That part of it um, was good. Of course, the downside um, is is the money. You know, a lot of a lot right. of people, um, a lot of shows. You know, um, a lot of artists trying to figure out different ways. You know, to make money via Instagram. You know, you, I guess you've seen a lot of shit with these mixtapes and all this other shit going. Around. You know, man, it was <laughs> yeah. a lot of funny shit. But you know, I understand it. Like shit, uh, you know, uh, uh, when you when you you able to get go on the road and, and you able to go get 10, five to 10,000 from a show, you know, uh, three times a week to literally get nothing. You know what I mean? I can understand, you know, it's kind of like, man, panic button, you know? So I think, right. man, that that's what really affected. That's what COVID did to the industry, man. Just, you know, everything's on pause, man. You know, so right. if everything's on pause, really, really, can. even for the smaller artists, able to go out and get 500 or, a few dollars from a show, man. You know, it, it affected all all parts of the game. So, but um, uh, business wise, um, well, actually, man, we had to um, we had to shut our doors due to due to COVID. You know what I mean? So, so right now we're uh, we're we're working um online and from the house, but mm-hmm. that's still because it doesn't make no sense to have no uh, no storefront right now. So, the 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 the, the uh, the, the location where we were, where we were at the club actually shut down next door. It was a movie theater across the street that shut down, so a lot of the foot traffic, shut down. So, you know, based on that man down downside. So we had to get up out the space and bring it to the house. But you know, I mean, the motto's still the same for us, far as with us. You know, man, we man, we gonna hustle it out. You know, what I mean, like right. you know, and I, actually, 
actually, I think about it, man, it's, it was kind of like a blessing in disguise because, man, we're doing, actually, we're doing better online and at the house. And, no, you know, less, less overhead, way less overhead. You know what I mean? We don't have yeah. to play no It's just me and my wife. So, you know, it, it was it was a good and bad thing at the same time. Right, right. Yeah, hey, I can, man, I can attest to that. Uh, I think that... I, I, I try to be I try to be sensitive when I approach the pandemic, man. But uh, you know, I, I tell people it was both good and bad for me. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I say that a lot of people lost their lives and houses and cars and jobs and businesses and whatnot. But you know, uh, my coffee business we started online in 2016, man, and um, and moved to storefront, and then we were still operating online um, through the storefront and whatnot. And so when the pandemic happened we were just already in position. Right. We, we, we had been trying to get back to our first love anyway, you yeah. know? And so a lot of times you get into the brick and mortar and start consuming, you know, your time, your energy and, you know, the thing you started with starts to dwindle. And, and so like, 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 I mean, like yourself, uh, it, it just, it, it was a sweet deal for us, man. Just being able to work from the house and, and yeah. ship out product, bro. And, and kind of just, just kind of right. just think, yeah, hey, kind of just, Mm-hmm. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was saying that's yeah, that just, everyday yeah. route, man. Yeah, and just kind of yeah. just thinking and just uh just kind of revamp everything, man. And uh got to spend a lot of time with my kids, man. And uh it was just beautiful, man. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's one that was a good thing. Like, you know, uh you know, the pandemic man probably had you know had a lot of people part as far as uh, couples, you know, they probably that at each other's throat, but you know, me. Me and my wife, man, I was probably like, you know, that was probably needed. Like, man, we needed that time just to chill and, yeah. you know, reform. You know what I mean? Kind of, you know, yeah. uh, there was a lot going on around as far as this in the world. But, you know, we was just able to chill, you know, and, and, and kind of like reconnect on on a lot of things. You know what I mean? So that's that was a blessing just, you know, to be have had a family. You know what I mean? Actually, yeah. my mom out here, you know what I mean, from L.A., she really she relocated with me. So Okay, that's know, what's up. Yeah, we just all up under one roof, man, you know, and, and you know, just because just mom don't go nowhere because of the COVID. So, you know, man, yeah. we kind of just be at the house chilling, man, you know, but that's that's needed because, like I said, I lost a lot of times. I lost a lot of time with my mom. So, you know, th this time right here that we got is, is precious. So, you know, like it's, it's it's a gift. It's a gift and a curse at the same time. That's what's up, bro. Yeah, you, boy, you got out of California. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know, uh I stayed out. I stayed there. Like I said, I got out, stayed out two years there, man. And, you know, it, it was time to go. But that was the whole plan, man, to, you know, get up out of there, man, and, and see something different. Like, I always wanted right. to get girls in. And, and, you know, I, I didn't know if it was going to be down south, New York, where it was going to be. But I always wanted to, you know, get get out of California, man, and go live somewhere else and experience a, a whole nother life. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I don't know what they doing out there, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I love the city, man. I, I love the city to death, man. But you know they got, you know, if, if it ain't from gentrification to, to you know, uh, uh, man, the senseless, the senseless, especially right now, man. Like it's been over thirty-five murders in the last twenty days or some crazy shit, man. So you know if it ain't. Like all of those things, all of those hurdles, you got to jump, man. You know, man, it's 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 a whole bunch of other shit. You know, but uh, mm -hmm. hopefully, if you name it, man, you you got it there. So you know, being here, man, it's like night and day. Yeah, you know, like man, uh, 
uh, like I said, I call it Mayberry, man. You know, I'm a little older, so I don't know if everybody's seen Andy Griffin, but Mayberry was a nice place, man. So that's that's yeah. where I'm living. <laughs> You, you know, it's it's crazy you say that, man. Me and my me and me, me, me and a buddy of mine was talking about this several months ago about as it pertains to the black community and how, you know, we just, you know, and I think you made a good point. You 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 wanted to see something different and do something different, and you did. You know, you moved across the country to, you know, and, and unknown, and and I'm sure culture shock and all these different things, and and so it's like, what? Why do we? And I mean, other cultures do it too, but you know, I see a lot in our in a black community. Why do we have an allegiance to a certain city, a certain like, like, like a lot of us could probably have more. We could probably be free if, if we just moved. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. Like, you got to see me because I still have allegiance to to the city. Like, I, I love my city, man. If you look, you know, this is my little cave, man. School, excuse my my yeah. stuff but i got my lakers stuff you know what i mean i you know i i, I keep it keep it with the city you know what i mean sure. like the heart but you know uh uh i don't want that to to me personally i just didn't want that to be like the final place i see like man i want to you know i want to i want always want to get out and see other things you know what i mean but it's a lot of cats that don't that don't have that 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 because <laughs> man they get they get caught and consumed into what they think is it you know what I mean? This is it. This block is it. Or this 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 city is it. Like, you know what I mean? It's just all about the perspective. And then a lot of cats, you know, they want to leave, but they don't know how to leave or they can't leave. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, you know, it's 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 fucked up because it's it's something that, you know, I think is is probably bred in us from 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 birth. You know what I mean? Cause it feel like my mom, like I had to force, I had to pull my mom from LA. You know what I mean? My mom been in LA her whole life. You know what I mean? That's all she knows. So, you know, uh, if it wasn't for me, like, talk, you know, coming, actually leaving and showing her, like, look, mom, this is, you know, if you, if you want to make a change, you got to do it. So, you mm-hmm. know, I, it hurts. You know what I mean? So, you know, I think it's just, it's just bread. It's just bread in, in people sometimes where they just comfortable at, like, man, this is home. I really don't want to go nowhere. Right. I'm content right here. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I was, you know, just me. I always, you know, even though I never been on an airplane before I got out of prison, I never been on one one airplane before I went to jail. You know oh, what I mean? Wow. I got out, man. I've been on. I can't even count. <laughs> you know, that's always my mindset. Like I always just wanted to get out and, and see the world, man, and, and be other places other than where I'm from, but still love where I'm from. You know I mean? Sure. Yeah. You know? Most definitely. Yeah. That's that, that's a good perspective to have, man, for sure. Uh, what are what are three things even in building building your business? What are like two to three things that you found principles that you know you really like discovered and found that it works? Because we understand like um, entrepreneurship can be like a roller coaster. Right. You know, you up one day, down another. You know, you got it one day, you ain't got it. The next. Like it's just like a uh, you know. I read a book called The Entrepreneur Roller Coaster, and it's talking about the up and downs of entrepreneurship. So, what are like two to three principles that that you found that works uh, with building, sustaining, uh, enduring uh, as it relates to your business and or entrepreneurship as a whole? Um, man, uh, structure, man, discipline, like being punctual. You know what I mean? Like everything. You know what I mean? Just just not leaving, just crossing every every I or, 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 or excuse me, dotting every I and crossing every T. You know what I mean? Like to me, um, 
making sure that everything is intact well, on a day to day basis, though, whatever it may be like, OK, you know, this day, man, uh, we need to fill. We need to we need to fill this. This need to be refilled or, you know, what I mean, just keep just making sure, man, everything runs on 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 the time schedule. You know what I mean? Like, right. like time is everything. A waste of time is wasted money. So That's you know good. I mean, structure, just the structure and that structure in, in business. Um. What can I? One, one, one more principle, man. I mean, I could just. I mean, I don't know if we could just relate. I guess it's cliche, but you know, um, just dealing with just dealing with people. Just like I'm big on making sure, man, a customer has a great experience when they come to come 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 to our business. You know what I mean, they leave educated. You know what I mean. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm big on educating myself, especially in the CBD realm. So if you know, customer like when we had the store, the storefront customer come in. A lot of customers have have questions about this, that, and the third. For us, what CBD does, what what should I use? This, that, and the third. So just me being informed, you know, I me mean? big on being informed about the bit about the business that you're in from A to Z. You know, what I mean that's, I mean, I don't, I don't know if that that could be related. That could yeah. be a, I don't know, but you know that that's yeah. just too. Yeah, education. Yeah, discipline. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I think that. Um, Punctual, uh, being punctual, uh, and like you said, I think one of the things you said was key was making sure that your eyes are dotted, your your, your t's across. Yeah, uh, I meet so many entrepreneurs, man, and you know I, I've had to learn this because right. you know I, I I you know I grew up you know in first part of business doing things just just hustling, just you know just taking taking some shortcuts or whatnot, and, and so. They will kill you for real, man. And yeah. and uh and people don't understand entrepreneurs, and this is where I think this is where Nipsey Nipsey said something powerful. He was like, I didn't understand the power of filing my tax returns. Right. He said I couldn't I couldn't buy property until I filed the tax return. Yeah. And we don't want to pay taxes, but there's an, there's a benefit to paying taxes. It's a paper trail. Great, yeah. <laughs> uh, true story, man. I remember, uh, man, it's an artist. I don't know if uh, you're familiar with an artist named Larry June, but man, we had a um, uh, he's an artist from the Bay, like underground, but he's you know okay. what I mean, he's underground. But man, he speaks about the entrepreneurship and, and and you know uh, stacking your bread, paying your taxes. So man, he asked me one day, like man, uh. I forgot, man, we just having a random conversation. But, man, he asked me, like, hey, bro, you be paying your taxes? I'm like, damn, man, that's a crazy-ass question to ask. But, <laughs> yeah, but but I, but I now, but, you know, as I got into business, I understood why he asked me that. Like, damn, like, shit, man, paying your taxes, like, it's, it's, it's really, like, the shit, though. You know what I mean? I always thought it was bullshit. You know what I mean? But, right. you know, it's all, you know, it's, we, we know, you know, paying, you, you get it back in certain ways. You know what I mean? If right. you understand understand the game and understand taxes and, and how to write certain shit off and things like that so it's really it's, it, it, it could really be your friend I think you know what I mean if you do it right so right yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it opens a lot of doors man and, and but the, yeah. the, but the, but those are the things that you learn and you grow into along the way you're like huh like yeah. I didn't know that you know and so uh, I tell people all the time and there's, there, there's just so many there's so many levels to the game like that I never even understood, like even when as it pertains to credit, like I tell people all the time, if I knew about credit when I was like 20, 21, 22, when I, early, man, 
Come on, I'm 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 just now like you know I'm I'm still in the process of, of building mine. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's if I would have knew it, like you said, if I would have knew early, like early in the game, yeah, my shit would have been an eight hundred right now. Bull, hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, make yeah. it, hey, bro, making so yeah. many moves, man. Yeah. Like credit is key, man. Credit is 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 everything. You can't really get shit like cash. Don't mean nothing. Cash don't. They don't care. <laughs> got in the bank. What's up, what's up with that credit, man? Let's check man, that out. Ain't that something? You can, boy, you can you can come in with a bag, and they still and they they still want to prove. They, they man, still want to give it to you. Man, yeah, I went through it. I know. I went through it, man. I went through it. I know. Trying crazy. to get a call. Yes. That's crazy. Like like I tell people, like that's my. I think that's the big. If I can start all over, like that's the biggest thing is, and it's funny. I had opportunities to. Uh, but I was always taught that you just you, you you do things with cash. Yeah. And so I was always doing things with cash. You know what I'm saying? And then my business, what happened was, I'm gonna tell you what happened with me, is my business outgrew my cash. So like I was in a position where I'm doing products. You know, I'm in the food and beverage industry. So therefore, you know, I got I, I need inventory, but I got I got orders. I got receipt. I got orders, but I don't have the money to to pay for the product. Right. So at that time, I need credit. Right. <laughs> I need people to credit. give me credit. You know what that, I'm saying? Hey man, that credit come in perfect for exactly for them times right there. Yeah. 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 And you and you be like, dang, I think of my business and I grew my ability to pay things with like it, it I, I hit a ceiling. Right. And I was like, dang, this cash don't mean nothing no more. I need to yeah. find some credit or some net 90s or some net 30s or something. <laughs> Right, right. So I'm calling. Hey, y'all got net thirty. Y'all got net ninety. Y'all got net. <laughs> hey, bro, I need, I need product. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What I need to do? You need my EIN. You, you need, you need my, my. What you need? You're like, hey, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. But uh, it's important. But that's that's good, man. What? What? Let me ask you something. What? Uh, what? What book are you reading right now? Um, shit. Actually, man. Uh, you know what? Let me look on here because I'm not reading one. Actually, right now, but it's one that my brother. I don't even know if I could flip. If I could flip on while we on the, while while we on the call, but I want to look at this text. Hold up, damn, okay. man, that off. They catch the name. That's crazy. You asked because me and the brother was just talking today. Let me see, man. It's this book called "The Courage to Be This Light." Okay. And I and I can't pronounce it. Ishiro, because Pasimi is the is the uh would be the uh would be the author, but um, it's just okay. speaking, the book's just speaking on about um, just getting past things in life that, that you may be hung up on. Like, you know, uh, like I just use prison for, for, and that's how I got on a conversation about the book this morning, because I was just relaying the fact that um, to, to one of my partners, man, that um, we just talking about thoughts, about, about manifesting your thoughts. So I was like, man, I'm met, I manifest my best thoughts by, by laying under, in a prison bed. You know what I mean? I manifested my whole life just, just thinking about it in the bed and, you know, just putting putting things to action, of course, but just constantly just thinking about, okay, man, when I get out, man, I need to do this, man. I want this to happen. So, so he, but um, at the same time, we spoke on about, because um, I say I go back to that point sometime, man, just to, just to, just to, you know, sometime I, you know, you, you, you go through things in life, man. So you need to go back to, certain things that get you back into that frame of mind you need to be in. So I go back, I reflect on that a lot. 
and and you know my boy was saying man maybe you need to kind of let that go because you might still be holding on to that and that might be a, affecting you know affecting the way you think and you get you get caught up in any certain certain ways of thinking sometimes and it could reflect back to you not letting go of your past so that's why he brought this book up you know what i mean so that's that's you know that's the that's the uh that that's how we got on that conversation about this about the book that I'm finna read. I'm finna actually finna download that book, man. Start that tomorrow. What's up? That's, I'm gonna check it out as well. I, I wrote it down. I'm gonna check it out as well, man. That's, that's, that's a good recommendation. Yeah. Uh, super cool, man. Hey, this has been a it's been a great pleasure, man. And uh, man, blessing, brother. I mean, I appreciate you reaching out, man. Definitely. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Where where can uh, the listeners and subscribers find you at? Um, they can find me Instagram, Do Network, Do underscore Networks with a Z. Um, Twitter is just Do Networks. Um, you can also, well, I have the merch line. You know what I mean? Uh, salute the Legends. This is my, this is my Do Do Networks logo line. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, I had a line, had a line where you know I, I, I placed my head in a certain iconic pictures. So it's like just salute the Legends. You know what I mean? So uh, go to my Instagram. The link bio uh the big cartel slash adult network uh you, you can find those hoodies and tees and man just come tap in with me man come check me out man you know let, up. let me motivate you and also man motivate me at the same time all right that's what's up bro yeah uh next time when we when we come on next time uh, man uh, i definitely want to dive into the cbd yeah because uh i'm, I'm heavy in the cbd uh I got. Uh, I spent seven years playing arena football. Uh, retired when I was twenty-eight. Yeah, man, you a big uh, dude. But you was on that. <laughs> I see yeah. it lifted, man. I had to look. I seen you. I'm like, man, I got to step my shit up, man. <laughs> bro, man, no games. <laughs> yeah, bro. I uh, I played center for seven years, man. And um, I, I when I got done, man, I didn't know I had brain injury. I I, I lost my memory and everything, man. Uh, Went through a lot of. I've seen probably more doctors than I tell people to seen in a lifetime in a couple of years, man. And uh, I just got done with a case study at a hospital uh, here in my town, and um, um, and so uh, pretty much diagnosed with CTE, which is the the brain disease uh, that most players have. You know, I guess I wouldn't. I'm not diagnosed. You can't diagnose, but that's that was the, the the conclusion. You know what I'm saying? And uh, but I threw all my meds away. And I uh, started on cannabis in 2018. Um, I was doing like T H, like high THC strain, and then I went to like CBD, and then back to. T- and so now I'm completely like a believer in CBD. Right. Like uh, I do the hemp, the CBD right. hemp flower. Right. Changed my life, man. And I, man, me, I'm, I'm into the, you know, as far as me selling it, I take it myself too. So you know, as far as just. Uh, just with pain, like elbow, you know, I got like joint joint pain from man from lifting. So, man, you know, I, I go right to the CBD cream. You know, what I mean, I don't take no pain pills, no no aspirin. I take well for minor headaches. Man, I'm taking CBD. You know, what I mean, it works. You know I mean, and it's I mean, it works and and it's proven and it's proven to work, man, over time. You know Hundred percent. And it doesn't, you know, of course, there's no strain on your body. There's no, no, you know, taking the medications, man. It's a, it's a lot of wear and tear, man, on, on your organs. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? With, man, you you don't have to worry about that, and it's and it's curing the problem. You know what I mean? And that and that's the main thing to cure the problem. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. that's what's up, man. Yeah, I, I I I'm a big I'm a <laughs> I'm a, I'm a huge believer, bro. And yeah. uh, I'm gonna definitely patronize you as well, man. Uh, like I said, I'm a huge believer, and um, 
and I definitely want to dive into that because I, I want to talk about just kind of where where it's all going. And I think you will have some. I, I think you're gonna have some interesting uh, uh, perspective on it. But so I just want to plug the website too before we got off. Uh, CapitalCityPharmacy.com. I mean, you can hit us, man. We ship all across the United States. You know what I mean? So Capital City Pharmacy with a F dot com. That's what's up. Hey, y'all go. We're going to patronize them. Uh, I know I'm, I'm a patronize them as well, man. Like I said, I'm a huge believer. And that's what I want the next conversation to be, uh, because I think um, I, I think we're headed down an interesting road with cannabis as a whole, CBD, uh, medical, recreational, you know. Right. Uh, have you heard of a uh, real quick? Before, I know I, I, I probably I probably shouldn't be opening this door. Go have ahead. you heard of a uh, doc? Uh, do you listen to Doctor Wesley Muhammad? You know what? Nah, I haven't really I haven't really tapped in on him like that. Okay, okay. Yeah. I know he wrote a book. He just wrote a book. It's like eight hundred pages around the uh, around cannabis, and he 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 kind of brought to the forefront about the. Um, um, like the like the the myth of the the myth of medical marijuana in in, in America and how they weaponize it or whatnot, and so he kind of breaks that down and he talks about the power of CBD and how uh, the true cannabis that was discovered in Central Asia was a was a was a CBD high CBD strain mm. versus a high THC strain. What's the and name so, of the book? Oh, let me let me look real quick. I think <laughs> I think you gonna yeah, I think same. you. <laughs> Yeah, I need to get on that. Uh, and it got me really doing. Hey, and he talks about the the, the, chem, the army chemical corps and how they weaponized it uh, with the THC and how true medical marijuana is not high THC but it's high CBD. Oh, he. Yeah. Oh, let me see. Let me let me see if I can right. talk. Doctor Wesley Muhammad. Uh, what is his book? Okay. CBD. Doctor Wesley. His book is called. Where is that? Hold on one second. Yeah, that's what I'm wearing. Uh, yeah. How come it's not pulling up? Okay. You said it's a joint. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Wesley Muhammad is called. He's been advertising it like crazy. Uh, oh, it's called it's called the pot plot. The the who? Uh, the pot plot. The pot uh, plot. Yeah, the pot plot. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna tap. And it's in called on. uh the subtitle is understanding the assault on the black man. Mm. Man, you know what though, and now. Man, it's kind of it's kind of crazy, right? Because I used to look 
Um, it's like as far as like how it, you know how it came from. You know, as far as I don't know your age, but I'm I'm 38, so just looking. I'm 36, at, so. But we we just yeah. same, we same range, so just looking like how you know from back then. Like I remember cats that smoked weed back then, but it wasn't like how bad, like how they need it now. It's like, damn, these youngsters, man, that's all they do all goddamn day. So it makes sense. Yep. Makes, yeah. Yep. I've been listening, man. I've been diving in. And so I, I first heard him talk about it in 2018. Yeah. And I'm like, that, that, like, I knew, yeah. I knew, I knew something different about this, this, this yeah. cannabis. And, and, yeah, I knew something was different about it. Yeah, yeah bro. It may, it, it may sense though, man. I'm, I'm definitely diving that book, man. We gonna, a matter of fact, that's gonna be one of the ones I grab tomorrow. So, next time I chop it up with you, man, we, you know, I mean, we can chop it up about that Bro, too. Most definitely. That I cannot wait, man, because <laughs> I'm gonna definitely I, dive. Yeah, I think, I think there's a, I just think there's some, some, some things going on that we're not paying attention to. Right. Right. You know, and um, it, it's, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a reason why. This legalization is taking place, man. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's all, man. You know, it's always a reason behind the reason, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You always got, got to try to look for the for the, for the the behind reason instead of the one that's in, in front of your face. You got to look for what, what's behind it for sure. Yep. 100%, man. And so, what well, sounds good, man. Well, I appreciate you, man. And uh, uh, bless you. And uh, and uh, we'll definitely uh, uh, keep in touch and chop it up, man. And, um, and uh, blessings to your family and your business. And uh, brother. And uh, we'll, we'll stay in touch, man. Appreciate you. No doubt. God bless, brother. Good night, man. All right. All right. You too. Yeah.